My name is Matt Brown. I went to college! And let's start the show. See, this reminds me of a spooky Halloween story. Dad, that's your cue. Once there was a boy who liked to throw things. He started out throwing eggs. Then he threw the big game. Then he threw back his shot of whiskey. Then he threw up. Then he got thrown out of the house. And then he moved into a van down by the river. What's up, everybody? Welcome, one and all, to the Productive Conversations podcast. This is your host, Matt Brown. How are you all doing tonight? Because I'm doing excellent whenever and wherever you're listening to this podcast. By the time this is broadcasted to the world on October 30th, excuse me, October 29th, 2020, well, hollow weekend and, well... We're not encouraged to go out and about, but we all know people are getting ready to have their costumes, whether they are badass, whether they are cute, whether they are slutty, whether they are interesting, and whether they bring out some expression. It is hollow weekend, and whatever you do, make sure you're safe out there. Maybe do the right thing and take a year off, or go out there with a mask and be extremely, extremely careful. Do your fucking Zoom Halloween extravaganzas. Whatever you do, just be extremely, extremely safe. It is sad that Halloween is on a Saturday this year in the middle of a pandemic. But we will just appreciate Halloween weekend next year when we can hopefully be back to normal. But as for this podcast... I'm going to talk with Norwalk High School starting quarterback for varsity, Tommy Brown. Tommy is quite the talented college prospect. He's quite the talented athlete. He's tall. He's strong. Whether he's throwing in the pocket, doing a good handoff, he is a talented quarterback. I have nothing but great things to say about him, and I'm very lucky that he's my brother very proud of him and I loved having him on we talked last Friday and he gave me a nice in-depth breakdown of how his team's doing how he's doing how's he doing being a a high school student in 2020 a high school student in a pandemic and well he brings nothing but a great smile personality and lots of laughs and joy so here it is here's my productive conversation with my brother the Norwalk High School starting quarterback for varsity. This is Tommy Brown. Let's go. All right, everybody. What a great, great opportunity we have here today because we are talking to one of the most successful Norwalk High School athletes. But coincidentally, and something I appreciate that he is my brother, one of my best friends, and a guy I love dearly and so genuine, and I'm someone I'm so proud of. 
But here on the Productive Conversations podcast, we have Norwalk High School starting quarterback for varsity. We have Tommy Brown. What's going on today, Tom? What's up, Matt? Thanks for having me. Of course. Thanks for coming on. How's how are you doing? How's everything going for you? You're... I've been good. Um, just hanging in there. You know, um, just uh, doing seven on seven. Um, so that's been pretty fun. I wish it could be eleven on eleven, but you know. Seven on seven's been pretty fun. I've been doing pretty good in that. So yeah, first with that, um so yeah, fall season Norwalk High so far when we're recording this two and one, uh killing it with the seven on seven. Do you know uh before we go more detail, how what are your stats right now? Do you know them off the top of your head? Uh the first game I threw for three on one with uh four touchdowns i think the second game i threw 286 with three touchdowns and then this past game i threw 325 with three touchdowns all right so just about 900 yards in three games and then so what that nine touchdowns i think 10 10 yeah Oh, proud of you, bro. And I, but <laughs> they're watching it. you killing it for that. But let's go into that. Um, tell me. All right. You're, you are a quarterback. You're a really good quarterback. Um, first, whether it's 7-on-7 seven seven or 11-on-11, eleven eleven, at this moment, what's the situation looking like for contact football in um, the spring? So they did a... They canceled fall, all of fall, or no, they didn't cancel, but they said they canceled the 11 on 11 um, format for the fall season completely. But now that they canceled it, they uh, looked back at it and they said that in the spring, looks like they're going to approve for 11 on 11, probably five game season, five or whatever game season um, this upcoming spring. So it looks pretty good. Um, as long as we keep the cases down in Connecticut and in, and in Norwalk, um, we'll be straight. All right. Well, that's a sure to hear we want to see you. Like you have become a little, a little celebrity and a lot of people having the support what has it been like recently what has tell me how, how is this fall been for you being featured on pod other podcasts being featured in the newspaper what's all the fanfare like being a high school quarterback right now even in covid times yeah no i i, I love all the love it's been so positive um it's been overwhelming how you know I had some of these people I don't know who are showing love to me and um, you know every bit of positivity that's thrown my way um, you know I'm very appreciative um, and I love it all. Oh, I love it. We all definitely love a humble response like that. And now let's, as I was leading to, let's get back with the seven on seven your quarterbacking right now. How? How has the adjustment been to going from contact football, taking a break from it, getting ready for the spring, to doing a traditional touch football? It's been a lot easier um, having the fact that you're not going to have these, well, since I'm in high school, probably these 230-plus players or linemen coming at your head trying to tackle you. So it's been, I don't need to worry about that. All I need to do is just get the get the ball to my guys, and they'll do the rest of the work. So it's been it's been fun. You know, Not there's no injuries, uh, thank God, to no one on our team. So, you know, all of us are enjoying 
this process of even though it's not what we want for 11 on 11 uh, we're still in that competitive um spirit on or we're still competing against uh teams that it's been you know as as good as 11 on 11 and we've been enjoying that have you fig have you found play calling's been a little different you know it seems one of the things your strengths is you're very calm in the pocket when you're playing football before this year and especially this year do you feel that that is helping you even become more comfortable having some more snaps like that seeing a more perspective like that absolutely um you know playing quarterback you have to be calm you can't um you can't panic or uh, do anything that's gonna mess you up or make the, or mess up the team. Um, you always gotta be laid back, calm, but um, you know, be good at good, be good doing at it. Um, and you know, that's what I try to be. That's what I um, am. You know, um, it it is one of my abilities that you know I do notice that I'm good at or um, I'm better than others at and. Yeah, I just it's been it's it's cool, <laughs> I guess. Oh, you should be very proud of yourself going from used to be used to be a lineman. That's what you was your original when you started play tackle football. You used to play on the line, and then you eventually worked your way up and became a quarterback. If my Can, teammates are listening to this, that's a myth, but uh, we're just going to go for it right now. I, I always tell my teammates that's a, whenever they're like, oh, you were a lineman, I always go, nah, that's a myth. So <laughs> I guess I got caught red-handed if any of my teammates are watching this. Well, but it's, I mean, it's a good, it's a good myth. It, <laughs> yeah. Not a lot of people make that transition. We've seen plenty of players, like I know uh, Jason Kelsey, who's a lineman for the Eagles. He used to he was a linebacker in college, going to now an offensive lineman, Super Bowl champion winning one. Uh Julian Edelman was a quarterback to ride receiver. I think Lane Johnson, the Eagles left tackle. He was a quarterback in high school. I don't yeah. know how and then we have tasted Taysom Hill on the Sage. I mean, who knows? He plays everything. Yeah, right. Literally, <laughs> I, I don't know what his first position is. But could you tell me about your? How did you? This is. I think it's very fascinating. We'd love to hear. How did you switch from becoming an offensive line, offensive defensive lineman to quarterback? How did you make the switch from lineman to quarterback? Well, the thing is, I from the start. I always wanted to play quarterback. Um, it's just the fact that when I started wanting to play quarterback, I was much fatter and chubbier than what a quarterback should look like. So I kind of got um, stuck with it for a few years, but um, it was fun. I'll, I'll never take away my lineman days, but that was a lot of fun, especially just um, I was more good on the defensive side. So tackling was, was a lot of fun. But yeah, from day one, I always wanted to play quarterback. Ever since I watched Eli Manning play, I said, you know, I want to play that. And um, right now we're here. So got to keep it, keep it going. You know, one thing I admire, Tommy, that we are rightfully so Eli Manning supporters not a lot of people say Eli Manning is their number one influencer or quarterback what makes you different in saying that and uh well not you don't have to I'm not the words defending your answer but why Eli Manning as your well, number one influence right, so you know you you've seen the movie Rudy right yeah so you know how in like the opening scene when Rudy was a kid and um they just got back he just got back home with his brothers and friends um and they went to go uh watch the Notre Dame game and Rudy was just a uh, little he was he was a young child just watching um 
the TV and he was like so amazed and he knew at that moment that one day he was gonna uh, one day he wanted to be uh, or no he knew one day that he was going to be a um, a, Notre, a player for Notre Dame University and that was pretty much the ex- that was the moment just like mine when uh, in 2012 Super Bowl 46 when it was Giants Patriots and you no know, before that um I wasn't I know I if I'm be honest with you I didn't like football I didn't like the contact of it but I don't know why but that night when I saw Eli Manning win I just you know the whole world was cheering from him and you know that moment I just fell in love and I said and I want to do what he just did and you know stuck with it ever since and so that's if it was someone else that won the Super Bowl, then we might be talking about a totally different person. But, you know, luckily it was Eli Manning. And luckily it was the New York Giants that uh, since that day, I, I fall in love with football and him and the New York Giants. So I love that. Hey, maybe if Tom Brady wound up where he could have been the one. Yeah, maybe I would be talking saying, you know, Tom Brady um, inspired me. But nope, it was Eli Manning. I love it. I love it. Uh, what has been some other quarterbacks you've really looked up to pretty much all of them you know anyone who's who's from d1 to the nfl like if you made it you made it like i give so much respect um you know i look up to any of those guys or all of them that you know are um playing professional football um and just you know they they they're doing what I want to do, so that's something that you know I like admire, I admuse from any any type of quarterback that has made it to that level. That I just I love I love about it. Oh, look, hearing that too. And uh, is there any other um, non quarterbacks you really like and look up to seeing, or it's fun watching? Yes, yeah, Saquon, of course. Um, any New York Giants player? Um, not well, yeah quarterbacks too but you know not just quarterbacks um you know anyone in the nfl just if i saw him on the street or heard about them like like um like for example my coach um our wide receiver coach for the high school coach easily he played six seasons with the bills and you know i'm just i'm always asking him questions like um who is the fat or who who do you know has the strongest arm in the nfl or like what's it like playing in um these stadiums and who's the best crowds and he um he would just tell me everything and i'm so amused by just the nfl and anything everything of anything and everything about it i just i'm a i'm a geek to it i'm a fanatic to it yeah you're truly football all year round no matter what and uh, whether it's training whether it's watching film you're always in that mindset what other speak you know staying out of the football check what, is there any other sports you really get to recently now or get into um i'm still like i still love sport yeah i do love sports so basketball baseball i mean those are my top three basketball baseball football but um probably um basketball is my second favorite sport because it's just like still that moving around very high-spirited competitive um mindset that those guys do and just a lot of fun um watching them especially lebron my favorite player that's your favorite lebron so you're happy to see him win his fourth ring yeah mm-hmm. i think our a lot of people when it, when they talk about you know who's the go with lebron or jordan i'll say uh jordan's the goat but lebron james is the best uh basketball like skill wise best basketball yeah. player of all time he is a perfect being gets every i swear every point 
uh, every point he's up in the leaderboards now definitely top two or three uh could do it all offensive defense so dominant he could shoot go to the paint have it insane block does it all yeah one thing about him and he's just off the field like you, he's never been in trouble he's done everything right he has helped others you know you can't you can't hate LeBron James I don't get those people who just want to hate or just give any any type of negativity that about LeBron it's just like you like you can't like you're just jealous I feel like when people hate on LeBron yeah three franchises three franchises are three different rigs and um yeah, it's just jealousy at this point. I think he's well, well proven himself that he doesn't only need that. But another thing I want to ask, what besides football, Tommy, what are the things you really into besides football? Um, hanging out with friends, just anything fun, anything that, um, video games I'm into, um, drive, I like driving, I'm new to driving, but no, I've been enjoying that. That's been fun. Um, I don't know, finding new things, meeting new people, um, seeing this world, uh, commu- or talking, or just talking with people. I don't know, anything, anything, everything and anything I like to do. Sweet, sweet. You know, speaking of traveling, is there a place you dream of traveling to right now? Or Definitely when you- Peru. I always wanted... Uh, for the audience out there, they don't or if they don't know, but me and Matt are proving and um, you know hearing the stories about my grandfather's farm and just the country itself. I've always wanted to uh, visit it, visit it, and that's definitely number one on my bucket list. Peru, Peru, ah, I love it. Yeah, my place. I'd like to go. Like I want to go to see Italy and Peru. Right. Yeah, that's Italy's probably a close second for me. What? So tell me, Tom, you're senior in high school now, and you're a senior in high school during the COVID times. Something that uh, not a lot of people are going to experience. But tell me, Tommy, what is it like going to school during this pandemic? How has it been? Boring as hell. Um, literally, the most kids since the first day of school... Um, you know, it was probably an average, like if non or back a year ago today, probably a class average is between from like 20 and 25 kids. And the most kids I've had since the first day of school in a classroom was three, including myself. So it's been boring as hell. Um, not too, not too many things to do. I don't see all my friends that I want to. And then it's been pretty boring. It's not bad, but it's just boring. Yeah, has, I can imagine, and I didn't know that a lot of people really are avoiding the school yeah. when they can. Has that been weird for you? Has that been an adjustment? Do you feel, you know, if we're getting that vaccine soon, you can hopefully get at least more than three kids in your class? Um. Yeah, I th- hopefully more of like if I, I would rather see my friends if I'm going to choose that option, but I honestly don't care. I have one year left, um, but, you know, I do want to make it the best. So um, whatever they can get to back being back to normal, I would definitely appreciate. Yeah, man. Could you, has your, have you been starting your college process and getting ready for that next level? Yeah, whatever. Um, no, I do want to, I do plan on playing football in college. So that's the route um, I'm going to take. Mm. So whatever uh, school that's best fit for me or with best fit with 
best fit for me and my family, then I'm all for it. Well, we definitely know you're getting a lot of traction and some looks, and I'm sure plenty of scouts have been hitting you up and our parents recently. How's that, how's that um, process been so far? Uh, you'd be surprised. Um, you know, I de- it's been a little frustrating with the recruiting process, but you know, I know with my talent and um, just the person who I am, I know eventually the right fits or the right one's gonna come. So I have to be patient about that. But you know, seeing other people um, like get get offers that I want from the school, like from the school that I want. Uh, an offer from or like getting all this attention um, is a little frustrating not discouraged because I know once one all I need is one person to believe in me and I'll be set but um, yeah it's been it could be better but with COVID and all that it's not the best situation but I'm still positive about about it well we definitely know we'll be seeing you on a field very very soon and yeah, we just we everyone's excited to see where you're going. It's we all know it's because of COVID that's making things slow. Yeah, and and that and I'm not the only one. There's thousands of kids in my in my situation um, that are in this. But I know, I'll, something will work out. The right fit will happen. Just a matter of time for me. Definitely, and uh, especially once the spring and uh, once the spring comes along, I'm sure yeah. it's gonna be really sped up. And then uh, playing again, attack get with contact too to show it off. It's gonna be great because we know that touch football is not here to stay. No, and that's what none of us want. So what other? Tell us some other things like with high school right now. You're a high schooler in 2020, and uh, not only you're telling about how COVID's been an adjustment, but what are some of the cool things right now that high that uh that the cool things at high school? What's like popular for your age group? Definitely TikTok. TikTok has all of our attention. You know, I think the six second video of or whatever, not at six seconds, I was fine, RP fine, but the TikTok where it's just a short clip of something funny or something that, you know, you want or your category or your um something or what's what's the word? Something, well, I don't know. I forgot the word, but, you know, TikTok is something for, like, a lot of teenagers have been using, have been, um, I think that's the most popular video out, or popular app out right now that's, that's been, that has all of our attention. And, um, what else? Um, nothing really. Yeah, COVID sucks, but, um playing a lot of video games that's been fun you know as usual yeah <laughs> tell me about the video game life what's uh what are the what are games are you playing well the thing is shout out you know um my guys uh shout out my two groups that i've been playing with the smile well you won't know but we call them the smiley face group chat and the men group chat so those guys i've been playing since day one and we've been having i love those guys and we have a blast on video games when it's when it range from either GTA or to Call of Duty or to Minecraft, you know, playing with those guys and playing just any type of video game has been, it's, it's a lot of fun. You guys getting ready for, to switch systems this, yeah. this year? Yeah, we've been talking about it. It's, it's, it's sad because I wouldn't have, I wouldn't be friends with these kids. Like, it's crazy how there's some life, not just me, I know all over the world that PS4 has made life uh, 
uh, friends or uh, made people friends for life. Like my best friend, um, Christian Schaefer, shout out to him. He used to be my next door neighbor and I mo- we moved away to a different house, but in the same town and we lost contact. We weren't really friends, but PS4 brought us together and he's my best friend. So that's something cool that that video games and ps4 has done for us and it's just it's sad that with ps5 coming out it's not sad but it's like uh we're like damn like it time has really went by fast um with ps4 because um all my friends we we really all started on ps4 and now we're all best friends in real life so we thank them and so i guess we're ready to move on to the next next step of our next generation of ps5 so you're definitely doing the you're going ps5 not the xbox what's it one series x nah never sony and playstation that was always my my go loyal to sony i hope somebody at sony hears that right now (laughs) and appreciates it what do you think? What do you think is one of the hardest video games out there? I know what games are like actually difficult to play. I'm not good at FIFA, or um, yeah, I'm not good at FIFA at all. I don't know how people or people are really good at that. I'm not good. 2K, I um, I'm pretty good at 2K, but when it comes to my player, um, I'm only good at like playing center. I I'm so bad at dribbling and all that, so I I I can just get boards and you know score in the paint. So. Um, those are the kind of the hard things for me as a gamer. It still counts, though. Still counts. What? And what would you say after the games that you mentioned? What are like? What's the most fun? GTA, man. GTA is my great, my favorite game of all time. It's just GTA Five. GTA Five. It's been like I saw something that PS Two and PS Three have went through three GTAs, but PS Four or. There was some type of fact that, you know, GTA has been here for so long that it's still relevant and it's still going. And, you know, it, you know being another person or being your own person um, or being your creative person in a, in a virtual world is, is really dope. So that's you can do you can live your own life. And it's it's been it's so fun. I still play it. Have you played the other GTAs? GTA Four, Vice City, San Andreas. Um, I did probably from you, but I def- the only the last one I remember playing was San Andreas. That was I was always a fan of that. Um, and that's the one. Well, GTA Four. I remember playing that, but San Andreas. I definitely was that one was fun. That was a lot of fun growing up playing. And GTA Five is just San Andreas updated. Or, pretty much the yeah, same map and stuff kind of, yeah it's in the it's in california or like uh it gives that la or that la um thing vibe yeah oh man so besides video games what have you been binging lately what you watching nowadays what are the things you get into you so and your friends over, yeah over cor- uh, lately i i'm trying to find a new binge show but I can't. It's hard for me to get into a Ben show, but over quarantine, I watched um, Ozark. I finished Ozark. I watched Outer Banks, um, Umbrella Academy. Um, not before COVID, but I finished it before, but I still watch it. It's my, still my favorite, sh- or one of my favorite shows, The Office. I finished that. I think I watched it twice already, the, the whole thing. Um, QB1, um, there's... Uh, it's about high school, like top high school recruits, uh, quarterbacks in the country, and how um, them playing their senior season. I finished that. 
Um, pretty much that's it. I just watched a lot of movies. Like I, I watched Karate Kid franchise. I watched the Muppets. Um, I watched anything. I, I I'm a big watcher. I like watching uh, movies and, and shows. Yeah, yeah, same here. And you know, it's my major. Yeah, I think, yeah, it rubs it off from you. <laughs> yeah, I've been watching Rami on Hulu. My name is Earl. Late lately, uh, Better Call Saul, Breaking Batter, great from Netflix. I tried. I tried. See, I tried. I told you, I tried watching it. I never got through the first episode. I don't know. It's just nothing has like clicked or like left off the edge. I haven't finished the first episode, so maybe like I still got like twenty minutes left. Maybe oh, I still first episode. The like, first, last, last twenty, 20 minutes, minutes especially <laughs> hits you. Well, there it is. See, I haven't been hooked on it yet. Maybe I got to give it a try again. After you see the first. You see the season finale of season one, then it gets, you get hooked. I watched during quarantine for a full week, the whole Breaking Bad series, and I love Better Call Saul. Trust me, Tommy, I beg you to give it one more chance. I will. I know eventually, like, I that and Narcos, I've been, I've been, I haven't watched it yet, but whenever I pass through or pass by it, I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm going to watch it. One of these days, I'm going to watch Narcos. I want to watch that. A lot of my friends, um... Like that show. Mm. So, hey Tom, you like you like comedy. You like comedy. That's my yeah. That's my, yeah, that's my favorite genre. Favorite things in comedy you've been watching lately? Um, or in general, pranks. I love pranks. You know, mess. I, I'm a prankster myself. I love messing with people. Um, I love yeah. I love pranks. Comedians. I watched. It, I love a few comedians. I like Joey Diaz. Shout out him. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, he's on the wall right there. I, and I behind love, you. Yeah, story like there's some youtubers that do something called like story time where they tell just funny stories i love that um that's what this podcast is for too just all stories with that that's that's pretty much or that's some of the stuff that i love in in comedy world you've been um what was i saying who are other some comedian else other comedians you've been into recently yeah i watched Listen to Joey Diaz, um, Gabriel Iglesias. I love him. Um, uh, Dave Chappelle. I watched him a few times. Um, you know, uh, Joe Rogan. I watched a few times. Not too much. I'm not. I'm not too. Like I want to get more into watching comedians and and all that and being a comic. But yeah. pretty much those are the first first few people I've I've been watching. So I'll start somewhere. You know, I really didn't get into comedy stand-up comedy till recently I've always been famous comedians in general so again it's never too late can you tell me could I love as we mentioned the storytelling can you tell me a funny high school story um yeah so my favorite whenever I get asked about this my favorite high school story of all time um it was freshman year and Mr. or Mr. Devine's math class and um, you know, this math class is full of full of characters. You know, there's my one of my good friends across the across the room that whenever we look at each other we just start laughing. There's there's just the really stupid kids that just that act stupid and there's like the the kids who the bad kids and this particular story was one day freshman year and one of my boys, his nickname is his nickname is Chubbs, and um, Chubbs. we only know we only go and know him by Chubbs, and, and that's just a funny thing. And he's one of those big character uh, guys who just always messing around, laughing. And we were, um, you know, he's on more. He's not 
he's a little uh, bad guy, or not bad, but you know, he's, he's gotten in trouble a few times. And so this one time in Mr. Uh, in our math class, um, he had a axe spray on him, and he also had a lighter in his pocket. And he pulled, like, he was, like, showing it off, showing off the lighter, like, yo, like, I got my lighter. And then he also had his axe spray right on the, right on the, um, on the desk. And he, likes holding it, smirking, and we knew, like, what this dude was thinking. And so one of my good friends from far away from the room, he goes, like, just, just out of nowhere, he goes, you won't. And so Chubbs looks at him and goes, oh, I won't. So when um, our, when our teacher had his back towards the class, he you know gets the lighter, he goes, gets the flame, and a quick quick like two seconds, he gets this axe spray bottle and just goes, this big flame of um, this homemade flamethrower that um, he did that he 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 um lit off it was the funniest thing i don't know how he didn't um knock off the fire alarm but it was so funny i mean um another funny story was one of my favorite teachers of all time um my latin teacher he's the, he's the great he's the funniest guy um we're, he's very laid back um but you know he's a really good teacher too but he's very laid back he knows how high schoolers are and he knows how um how we think and how arrogant we are so one day one of my friends he's he's his own character and you know he likes to curse a lot and um he was eating a salad um he was eating a sal- salad randomly during class and you know our teachers chill about that he lets us he legit lets us on our phone or lets us eat just but he we still he still teaches we still learn and we're still he's just an all-around awesome teacher and so this dude who was eating the, or my friend who was eating the salad was got in an argument with this girl and he starts screaming, like throwing F-bombs, blah, 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 just like screaming, cursing out loud. So my math teacher, he walks over to my friend, grabs his salad, walks over to the window, pours all of his salad out. And we're just like in shock. We're like, did he just do that? He takes two steps back in, like from the window, stares down the kid who was eating the salad and then walks back to the uh, window and throws the container, like his own container he brought from home, out the window. And it was the funniest thing. I cried of laughter. It was so funny. And later on, um, the, our teacher uh, felt bad and ended up buying him a salad. But it was just so funny. Couldn't take it anymore. There's so many stories with him. I could tell you one from by plenty of high school stories. I had one, the famous Mr. Couture, and he once, um, he was the prankster. He's gotten away with so much with his tenure, and I'm sure, I mean, you still see him in the halls today. I had one, there was one situation where he asked this student to go pick something up. He just randomly picked up the phone. He said, can you, hey, Mildred, can you pick this thing up for me? And he takes her backpack. And he throws it out the window with the string. And then she comes back franticking. And then um, he's like, oh, here's your thing. And then drops it. <laughs> then gets it on a string. I had, um, like, I would always be a class clown to Mr. Gator's class. So we had this egg project. So basically, you would just have to, um, you basically have to... Uh, make sure the egg doesn't break you put it in a big container as long as it doesn't break if you make it you get a b but then you drop it from from hot from 
top of the school. You drop it from high up and see if it breaks. I remember specifically with mine, he would like throw it as hard as he can <laughs> down <laughs> just so it could break. So he, watched, so he deliberately watched me to fail. <laughs> but fuck it. Did it, did he crack? Yeah, it cracked. <laughs> but he couldn't take having me lose because I got a B. Because if you just made it, you get a B. And then the other time he tried to sabotage my project, we had to make these pillars. And um, it's like a, th- a tower, right? A-, a-, a paper card tower. And you have to put a metal object on it. And then the goal is he puts like this, um, this really fast hot plate that goes fast that is supposed to make, if, it- if the tower sucks, it's going to break off. I made it and it looked pretty horrible. But... Um, I made it and it looked pretty horrible, but he was tried like how could something like this bad? But it was really sturdy. It wound up working, and he puts it on a certain um, a certain level of shakiness. But with mine, it wouldn't break, so he put it all the way up, so he could make. He wanted mine to break so bad, but it, it never broke, and I got an A from it. Yeah, Kator still he still haunts the hallways on the archive, but he's he's a he's a really good teacher. Oh yeah, he actually won Teacher of the Year, I think, in the whole state. And he legitimately is a brilliant man and always so funny. So you know, that would be a great podcast guest to have. <laughs> if I could somehow convince Bishop Kator. No, the good teacher, in my opinion, the good teachers that separate them from being like the, the student's favorite teacher to just being a an ass teacher that we all hate is like these they have to be more, you know, funny. They they can't take everything. They can't put everything on the students. They like today in in teaching. I feel like, and not just me. You know, I've talked with my friends so many times how like we feel as if like these teachers, they yeah, like you said, they want you to fail. Like the stuff they do is like they'll assign so much work. And they'll just say, hey, this is due next class. And like, this is like two hours of work. Like we go to school for six hours a day and then they sign work that will go for another two hours at home. Like we went for a whole six hour, we whole whole six hours of learning. And then when you finally need a break or go home to relax, then you have to do another work. And now the school system, I I hate. Yeah, something that I hope, I think some more teachers hopefully know now people have lies and especially in COVID times can give us a break for that and and some of these teachers like um, these these phones are a part of us nowadays or now as now and these teachers are like put your phone away while you know we use phones to help us learn and help us uh, do the work that they assign right I'll hear you there Think in twenty years and teaching, or twenty in the next twenty years. As long as you're not texting, and I think school school is going to be more fun and more, you know, not not a lot of these boomers who are teaching us. Yeah, as long as they aren't. Um, I mean, I don't see no reason that you can use your phone as as long as you're not texting or using an app. Maybe you have to Google something. Maybe you have to use your calculator. See, it's the little things. Who do you think is the funniest teacher you've ever had? Whether in Elementary, middle, or high school. Yeah, or some of your my Latin teacher. He he's the funniest dude. Like he has sort so much about him. He has so many stories, and he's like the smartest man ever. That he's told us so many like just things. Like he'll tell us stories about history that like the textbook won't won't teach, and like he knows so much. Um, he's so funny because 
he we we love me and my friends love to get into sports arguments with him and he's so passionate about these argue are these these um like, yeah these arguments no, that like John, like there's, there's been John times is. where he's like he's thrown f bombs but not like in a way like not in an insulting way but like he'll like just be like pissed about the argument and like and be so um um you know emotional about it it's the funniest thing what, what? type of sport well who's his teams who does he like he's he swears that phil rivers is the greatest quarterback of all time and that, I, I, that's no a hot joke take. it's the funniest thing, thing. and he, he said <laughs> not just like there's so many like he said he swears that he can take on like he'll beat um floyd mayweather or manny pacquiao in a in a uh, boxing match him personally can yeah. beat him uh, he says that he, he um uh, or he said he'll uh, Shaq can't duck on it, dunk on him because Shaq's too soft and all these just crazy, crazy stuff that he says about sports. It's so funny. Oh my god, nothing beats a sport. Uh, having a teacher that's that loves sports and can talk about it. What do you think is something people should know more about kids around your age right now? Um. What should we know in general of what high schoolers are uh, trying to accomplish and do? And what could we do to help with, uh, what could other people in this world do to help high schoolers develop better and live a better life? I don't know, just just like, let these kids be young. Let these kids do, be stupid and do things that um, an adult won't do because, you know, there's only, you only have that, that certain amount of time in life to be a teenager. So let them enjoy it. Yeah, as, yeah, as long as no one's doing anything offensive or hurting someone. Yeah, that, that, that too. As long as they're, yeah, they're not putting anyone in danger or at risk, you know, let them, let them be stupid. Let them go to that party. Let them um, ask that girl out or whatever. Just let them be young. Who are some of the teachers who really made a strong impact and maybe you you can thank them in something like... My all-time favorite teacher was uh, my sixth grade English teacher. Uh, she was there's the, the awesome... She was a sweetheart. She was awesome. I learned so much from her. Um, she was... Yeah, she was my English teacher. She I learned... Um, that was the year I was so good at writing. I loved to write stories and she was like, she loved to read my stories and we loved to talk about, um, talk about them. And it was just, she like really, um, made me just made me have a good time. Not really like school wise where like, I, I like, I like school, but she made me have a good time. I, I, I never regretted sixth grade English. So that was a lot of fun. And also seventh grade, my my social studies teacher I've learned I learned so much I I love that class it was my favorite classes of all time I learned so much about history in that year and I did so well oh sweet you still like writing stories or coming up with them um one of the things that me and my friends do on PS4 whenever really bored we like I I usually do it but um I'm pretty good at just making up like random stories about like that something that involves all of us just making up a story and I'm really good at that and I'm my, all my friends love it so you really have the improv creative side I love hearing that it's awesome it really is oh man uh, just ask a few more random questions because then we have to watch the Giants Eagles game what um what's the best food you've been eating recently what's what's some of the best if you could go anywhere to get some awesome food where do you go um Probably, you know, no one, I can never go wrong with McDonald's. Um, I think McDonald's is just in my jeans now that um, 
every time I go there, I just love. But Jersey Mike's, I love getting Jersey Mike's, um, Chipotle. I love uh, any Spanish food. So definitely those are my top three with it. I can't really decide which ones um, are my favorites. So it, it ranges between those three that... No, I, I enjoy eating every time. And what's been some, what's some really ass food? What's some food that stay away? Um, the, the, the school food, the school, the school lunches. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there's not really, Norwalk has some good spots, so we, I've lucked out in that. Mm. Is there any, anyone you want to give a shout out that you haven't already from this podcast? And hopefully they can become listeners themselves. Um, I can't really think of anyone, but, um, no. <laughs> Like any of your teammates you want to appreciate and like who's who's like your, you know, your quarterback, who is some of your uh, favorite targets, who's your top rated to Julian Edelman? Honestly, all of them. And I'm I'm not biased towards it. Um, I'm very fortunate to have really good receivers. The only thing is they're all short and I always uh, nag, nag, nag them about it. Um, they're all like five, eight and under. And I'm six one, so um, it's it's pretty funny playing with a lot of short receivers, but they're fast, so that uh, that evens out for them. But they 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 all know their stuff, and they make it really easy for me. Sweet, sweet. What, what um, um? And shout out my line. If any of them are are listening, uh, I, yeah, any of my linemen, I'll, I'll do anything for them. I love them so much. Linemen need more appreciation. They do. We can't, can't go, go anywhere. anywhere. We can't, can't be a successful football team, team without a strong, without a strong if, like, line. If a lineman got envy, Super Bowl MVP, like I wouldn't be mad. <laughs> oh, like, definitely. If I, like if, if I was a Super Bowl, Bowl quarterback and like my lineman got MVP, I wouldn't be mad. I'd be happy. So you really do, they do have, have that strong bond and like care for your line. Yeah, like they really need it. That's sweet. I like hearing that. I really do. Oh, what are some of your? What are some things you're trying to accomplish next year? Um. So one of my goal or my goal since day one is to play uh, Division One football. Um, I think I am on the right track to be uh, accomplishing accomplishing that. So that's what I like to hear. Um, I think you can too. It, like, a lot yeah, of people like we think said you earlier, can. Is, it's a matter of time for me. Uh, I just got to stay patient. I got to uh, be still good, still be a good person, still do the right thing, and just uh, wait till the, the right person comes. All like I said, all I need is one, and I know they'll come. And I know you'll be training and watching film too. They're getting re- getting ready for your number to get called. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Is there any other things you wanna say or talk about before we wrap things up about no, slowly been, hitting the hour no, this mark? Is cool. It's my first podcast, first of many. I plan to. Awesome. awesome. That's, That's what I like to hear. What um? Who are some of the podcasters you are listening to so far? Besides uh, mine, of course. Top three mm-hmm. are yeah you, but uh. Pat McAfee, Joey Diaz, and Joe Rogan. I, I, I don't really listen to That's Joe Trinity Rogan right there. full, like full from start to finish. But I listen. I watch a lot of Joe Rogan uh, clips. But Joey Diaz, I, I love watching him. I love, I love his personality. Same with Pat McAfee. You know their podcasts are just are awesome. I love listening to them. Oh man, definitely a nice Trinity to look up. I gotta add Pat McAfee to this <laughs> list. He's definitely has a place yeah, on he's this. On the I rise. Love him. He's. <laughs> oh yeah well I mean with that Tommy if, if you don't have anything else I really appreciate you coming on we've learned a lot about life in high school you learn about your recruitment 
your how you play, your mindset, your attitude, some likes and dislikes, and just being a kid. That's the one thing I think you definitely preach. Just let people be young and grow up and develop. Yeah. They know. Thank you for having me. This is, this is fun. Thank you. Of course, Tommy. All right. Well, you're the man. I love you. I'm proud of you. And definitely let all your friends know about this podcast. Oh, I will. And I'm, I already think they, they got, they're listening before I tell them. So this podcast is on the rise. It really means a lot. All right, Tommy. With that, you're the man. Like I said, love and appreciate you, bro. And I'll see you soon. Thanks again, Tommy. Thanks, Matt. All right. Bye. And there you have it. What a mature and prosperous young man. I would like to thank my guest Tommy Brown for coming in today. I'd like to thank you, the audience, for tuning in. And you know I have nothing but love and appreciation for every single one of you. Thank you so much. Be sure to tune in on Monday because we have an election 2020 episode where we have one person on Trump's side speaking to me, and we have one person on Biden's side speaking to me. Both very interesting. Both have plenty to offer, and both are pleasures to speak with. And I think you can learn a lot. But regardless of their views, or my views, or someone else's views, remember on Tuesday, November 3rd, 2020, to vote on your own views. We trust you, we trust it, And in the end, hopefully, the right thing happens. And with that, I bid you a fair do, and I'll see you next week. Peace! still here? It's over. Go home. Go.